Hello and welcome. You're listening to Met My Match. A podcast where a husband and wife discuss various topics while attempting to answer the age-old question. Who's right and who's wrong? Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Met My Match, otherwise known as Season 2, thanks to the new year. Yes, we have started Season 2. Uh, also, this is Shelby. I didn't also, introduce this is myself. Shelby. I mean, <laughs> this is Chris, but I think at this point, if people are listening to us, they probably have a good idea of who we are. Now, now, this is like their first time like listening to us. We should still introduce ourselves like every time. I guess maybe. Season okay. two is going to be different. No, because like this could be somebody's first time listening to us. So, like every episode could be somebody's first episode. All right. Fair Does that enough. make sense? Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. Speaking of new year, new me, I wanted to talk about our new name for... Our daily dispute. Yeah, so we're not going to call it daily dispute anymore. We're going to call it the weekly dispute because we don't post it every day or we don't post a question or whatever you want to call it every day. We've been doing it every week, usually on Monday, if we remember. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we've been taking a break since we've been on the holiday, like, I guess, vacation, recuperating. We've also been sick. Um, so... The dispute that we had posted was on the 28th. No, the 20th. So we put for you, is it both socks then shoes? Or is it like one foot at a time where you put on a sock, then a shoe, and then you go the other foot with a sock, then a shoe? See, I've never heard anything other than just putting on socks and then putting on shoes. Who in the world is putting on sock, then shoe, then goes to the other foot, sock, then shoe? Sociopath. Sociopath. Okay. True. For a second there, I thought you were going to say that. So you do that. I just haven't noticed that yet. It's no. Like, if I haven't noticed that in our multiple years of being together, I'm a terrible husband. No, I do socks then shoes, but sometimes I don't always do the same shoe. It's just whatever shoe I grab first, obviously. It's just like sometimes it's the right shoe, sometimes it's the left shoe. So I don't know anybody that actually does this, but I found it interesting when I saw that question on a different like Instagram or Twitter account. Um, so I find it interesting to see if somebody else does that Which because means the results, the results were there. Like people were like, Oh yeah, I do that. Like what the heck? I don't understand that at all. I don't either. And it's like people who tie their shoes or they'll tie, um, they'll tie like, you know, after they put that sock on in the shoe and then they tie that and it's like, you have a naked foot. That just sounds weird. Like I it couldn't is. imagine having one covered foot, like fully covered with a sock and a shoe and one foot just naked. Exactly. Speaking of naked, um, wedding. <laughs> how, how that segmented that, but okay, we'll go with that. Sure. Absolutely. Wedding, wedding night in the honeymoon. Yeah. Naked. Fair enough. <laughs> we spoke last time that we were going to talk about um, wedding do's and don'ts. <coughs> we didn't go the traditional route of having a wedding. Uh, we'll probably do something like on our fifth year anniversary. We've talked about that. Uh, do something special, but we eloped. We went the um, kind of Quick and easy route, simple. It looked really cute after all was said and done. But we did it on a beach. We were very cliche. But yeah, we did. Um, I've been to a couple of weddings. I've been in quite a few weddings. How many have you attended? Two. How many have you been in? Zero. Okay. So I feel like I have a little more experience than you. Uh, but we've come up with a few do's and don'ts that um i think rather than call it like a do's and notes it's our 
it's our unprofessional professional opinions. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like I have a little experience, you know, from seeing like how a few different people do different things. Like I've been to weddings that are at churches. I've been to weddings or I've been in weddings that are um, at like a a winery or it was not at a church at all. It was like one venue. The ceremony was in one place and they walked, we literally walked over to the reception and everything like that. It's kind of neat. But we both agree that you should not have a wedding in a really big city. So my so my thing realizing it is so of the two weddings I've been to, actually I've been to, I've been to more. I just those are two that I can think off the top of my head. Um, any city that's been featured in a movie during a during an alien attack should not be a should not be a city of a wedding in. I like how that's your description. So like not Los Angeles, yes, not New York. Well, you got to think like. What happens during an alien attack? Uh, traffic, everything, but he's ruddled around. No one can find which way to go. What do you think happens during a wedding in a big city? Traffic, everybody gets run around. No one knows where to go. So no high traffic areas. Yes. Because if you think about it too, like your guest list is going to be compiled of relatives. Majority of those relatives are older. If memory serves me right, majority of the weddings I've been to, it's always relatives that are older. You know, you want them like driving all over God's green earth and like getting in accidents, trying to make it to your next part of your wedding. They left or, the or they God, left the church that you grew up in God to go forbid, to during your wedding. An alien attack happens, and next thing you know, they're trying to evacuate, but they can't evacuate because they're stuck in this town where the wedding was. I just think of that guy from Ancient Aliens with the hair. He's like aliens. Exactly. That's it's, exactly. That's the guy. He's like, you don't have a big wedding in a big city because aliens. Okay, so that's that's your big reason why no big city. My reason is just because high traffic area, you got a lot of people, relatives driving. Yes, my reason is we don't want we don't want an alien <laughs> tech to happen during your wedding, and you just doomed everybody. Because you never know, it could happen. Exactly, and it could happen on your wedding day. Um, other thing we said no to was a seating chart, like at the reception. And that's more of an opinion. It oh, may work. Oh, this is opinion. Yeah, well, that's more that's that's more our opinion. More, it, and it may work for some, may work for others. It's just, um, actually, yeah, I've been to one where we didn't have one where we did have, and it didn't, it didn't really make much of a difference. It was just interesting to see who we were seated next to at weddings that, that we were, had a seating chart. It's like, oh, we don't know you at all, but this is going to be an interesting day. Yeah. I mean, you might end up making friends with the people that you're assigned next to, but people end up moving around anyway. So you're assigned seating doesn't really stay assigned because people just end up um or then you immediately question where you are in the plateau with the with the wedding couple people just end up moseying around and like you know oh i i know so and so at that table i'm gonna go sit down and chat with them real quick and they end up just sitting sitting there the whole time so it's like your seating chart don't get fixated on that and don't be like so i guess tied to it and don't get upset when people just end up sitting wherever they want i guess is my point because I've done events where I've had to have assigned seating and people just ignore it anyway and they don't care. Fair enough. So just don't do it. Now have like, I guess, an amount of people per table, but don't put, I guess, random people. And don't do a singles table either. either. That's not cool. Yeah, that, that, that was something we just saw online. <laughs> There's, I didn't know that was a thing, but apparently yeah. that is a thing. A singles table, mm-hmm. which already is awkward because it's just that's basically announcing like hey you're all single sit together maybe something will happen it's like going on a blind date with 
maybe like 15 to 14 other people. I don't think people do that anymore, but I think in the past, like, I'm talking about like the 90s, <laughs> maybe that was a thing, but I don't think that's a thing You're anymore. You're essentially at your wedding doing the whole uh, meme where it's just two pigeons up against each other and saying, now kith. Yeah, <laughs> now kith. Uh, one thing I or right, we do agree on is to have a buffet. Don't have like well, that's because they're both plated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like don't like obviously like grab all the food, but I mean have a buffet because you have people with like certain diet restrictions that might not be able to eat whatever is the um whatever the meal plan is, right? And then that that way it also gives you a little more freedom to pick and choose what you want. Um, you can be like, you know, it doesn't have to be a full meal is my point, I guess, because I've never been at a wedding or I have, I have been to a couple of weddings where it is a full meal and it just seems so excessive. I'd rather just have like a bunch of hors d'oeuvres, like heavy hors d'oeuvres and then like, you know, like a bunch of fruit. I've seen that, um, like the chocolate fountain thing that's kind of cool. And then of course you got the cake. Um, but yeah, I've been to like plated meals and it's just, the food gets cold first of all, um, which is not cool. And I don't, I don't know. I just, it ends up not being that great because I've done plated dinners for events too. And it just, eh, not a fan. I don't have a strong opinion on this one either way. I don't know. It Buffets just, just sound good to me. Yeah, exactly. Buffets just sound a lot better. I'm going to come back with chicken nuggets and everything else. I want the nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I just want chicken tendies. And the next thing we said that we were to designate, I guess, a person in the bridal party, maybe to be like the designated timekeeper yeah. on schedule. So elaborate more on that. So I've seen that and that's other events that I've had to do, but there's sometimes when there is actually someone in the background keeping time, make sure everything's going on schedule. And then I've been in the I've been in events or I've been at weddings where like no one's doing that. And it's like, well, we'll just get to it when we get to it. It's like, that's great for the wedding party. Not so great for everybody else. Just kind of like, yeah, it would be nice if we could do the next thing or we'll just sit here for an hour as we wait. Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody in the bridal party is probably having a good time and throwing drinks back, but we're just sitting there like, okay, where, where's the food? Or, you know, like where's, where are we going to cut, cut the cake? Or like you missed when the cake was being cut because they didn't make an announcement. I think that's what needs to happen is like announcements need to be made more clear. Um, I guess by whoever the DJ or the band is, whatever, if you hire a DJ or a band. Or maybe even loop the DJ into what's happening. Right, exactly. Just keep somebody informed and, I don't know, or they just designate somebody. They just awkwardly play songs waiting for people to come out. It's like, oh, where are they at? Oh, not here? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. Just designate somebody or maybe two people to keep track of a schedule and things that are supposed to happen at your wedding. Um, that being said... Sometimes weddings and proposals happen. Are we getting on to the next thing now? Yeah. Is it time to start? Actually, we want to do our taste testing. So we did, we're did. we doing seltzers again. I think we're going to keep it just a regular thing. If we ever find new ones, um, we're kind of getting to the... I, guess, I mean, they're, they're, they're so... To get on that, there are so now. many types of seltzers out there that the reason she brings up proposals and all that is we found the Bachelor Smirnoff Zero Sugar Hard Seltzer. Otherwise yes. known as, will you accept this rosé? Yeah. So I guess they jumped on the Bachelor bandwagon because the new season started last Monday. Um, we are recording this on a Sunday. So, or the following Sunday. So the next one's going to come out tomorrow. 
Um, but I started watching The Bachelor um, this time last year, actually, as a matter of fact. I have never watched The Bachelor. <laughs> You've never watched I've it. never watched which is partly why I asked her, like, to just basically explain The Bachelor to me on this <laughs> podcast as we drink The Bachelor hard seltzer. Yeah, so we got, let's see what flavors they have. Raspberry rosé, pink apple rosé, strawberry rosé, and white peach rosé. I get the distinct feeling there was a bit of a theme going on here. Yeah. Rosé. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's all like, I guess, rosé inspired, and they just put a different flavor on it. Cool, whatever. Uh, which one do you want to try first? Uh, whichever one's closest to you. White peach. White Which is peach. the one that I kind of wanted to try the most. Okay. Because I like peach flavored stuff. Oh, it smells good. Oh, that's good. So what do you think after that first taste? That's well, not a good face. <laughs> so first of all, zero sugar. You, you got to think more along the lines of, this is a LaCroix. <laughs> that, yeah, that that's, I got it's a very, very light. much. Yeah, it's light. It's very LaCroix. Oh, yeah. It is 100%. It's like if a car drove by carrying some peaches <clears throat> like and car. you smelled it. You're like, oh, peaches that I'm smelling through a car window. I don't hate it. I'm not getting any peaches, but I hate it. I'm getting a like the initial peach flavor. I'm not getting any rosé. All right, so start, explain, start explaining to me what exactly <laughs> The Bachelor is. All right, so The Bachelor started in 2002. Keep in mind that I didn't start watching until last year. Um, so almost is, 20 years later. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so bachelor franchise started in 2002. It's been going on since then. And then they also have uh, the bachelorette bachelor in paradise. And this is not going to become the bachelor podcast. Just so y'all know. Yeah. I'm sure there's hundreds out there already. Oh God. There's, there's dozens, dozens, it's ridiculous. There are dozens of us. <laughs> um, but I started watching last year with Matt, uh, Jane's season because um, it's our first um, African-American bachelor. And I thought it was kind of neat that they finally, you know, we're going to be more diverse with it. And um, after 20 years, they said, maybe not just white people need love. Yeah. Well, they've had um, African-American and people of all races there on the show, but never um, that be the main person. So I thought that was very nice of them to do finally. Anyway, um, I started with his season. It was weird. I was also curious because they were doing it in the middle of a pandemic. I'm like, how are they going to put this like together and maneuver this? And then I watched Katie's season and then... Was Katie the sex positive one? Yes. Okay, so that's... And they made everything was, about anytime, sex. Anytime I walked by, it seemed like... All she said was they, they women should have in. orgasms. They and then, zeroed in on one thing for that person. Like yeah. that became their entire personality. Yeah. Like for instance, I forget, is it James was the one you're talking about? Matt James. Matt yeah. James. They're like, he's black. Yeah. And that's all we're going to talk about. And then like Katie, she likes sex and that's all we're going to talk about. Yeah. Because the women before didn't so, like sex. So they made, so they made, for some reason they made The Bachelor, The Bachelor, like this one dimensional character where it's like, they're only one thing. This is their entire personality. Yeah. I mean, that's not what their entire thing is. Yeah, because this past one or this last one was Michelle Young and she's a teacher. And so her their entire personality is the fact that she's a teacher. And it's like, that's not all she is, you know, like she's a human being. She has other interests besides her career. The thing I always did like was speaking of career, 
um, anytime I saw like a commercial thing is sometimes these people's occupations were just weird as hell. Yeah. Like, like I think one guy was like, you could tell his parents were rich and he, you know, he's about, I don't know if his parents probably paid to get him on bachelor, but like it was professional boat hoser or something. And it was like, what, what does he do? Hosing off boats. And like, yeah, they tried to show it as like, yeah, I drive boats around and you know, <laughs> make sure they're clean. It's like, I mean, that's a cool a, job. But and then I live in a mansion, all that with my, with my parents. And it's like, so basically, you're just a rich kid who just decided it would be very nice if a bunch of women wanted to, you know, have relations with me. Which, the other part of that was, it seemed fucking insane how, sorry, excuse my French. He dropped um, the F-bomb. During, like, those initial first episodes where they were just, everybody go gaga over the Bachelor or Bachelorette. And it's like, really, is that, you know, is that it? That's just, you know, it's like, that's just a regular person yeah most of them are just regular people um that they've just plucked from whatever and then usually the next bachelor next bachelorette is somebody that was from the previous season that that just you know they liked that had some star power to them or whatever um we'll try another one of these this is the strawberry rosé you try that one before I do. Okay. Now, um, as, as I drink this, tell me something crazy about The Bachelor. So, there's the new season just started, like I said, with Clayton. And he was the one that got voted off from Michelle's season. Um, what's funny is he had a great date. And at the end of the date, she was like, I'm not feeling it. I just got to go. And he got picked to go on that date based on her students that really, really liked him. <laughs> Which means that, like, he was just really goofy, I guess, and got along with the kids. And, of course, the girls from the season were like, I just love how he interacted with the children. He's really a family man. It's like he had, like, five minutes with those kids. And, yes, that's exactly it. He's just a big kid, honestly, is what I, I took from that. Yeah. So, okay, after tasting that strawberry one, um, I got this almost the same exact thing. Just kind of tastes like – I think – the theme LaCroix is probably going to be stuck with these as well. Yeah, there's hardly any flavor from these. I bet these would be really good mixed with, like, um, actual real fruit. <laughs> like, you know, you do like some yeah. frozen strawberries or raspberries or something like that. That would be really good in here. We'll make it better. Yeah. Put more booze in there, maybe. So actual rosé. So speaking of this recent Bachelor, um, obviously, like I said, every now and then I'll walk in and I'll catch a couple, like, 10, 20 minutes of you watching it. But... The hilarious thing about the most recent Bachelor and I guess the new host is I could legitimately not tell the difference between the two. Thank you for bringing that up too, because that's been actually um, a meme now. Is the so the new host is Jesse Palmer, and he was um, one of the Bachelors from like seasons past. I'm not sure which which season, because um, like I said, I didn't really start watching until last year, um, <clears throat> but. He he and Clayton together, like they you know, these two like clean cut white guys, both both nice looking guys, but you can't really tell either one apart. It's like which which one of these is is the one that's competing or not competing, but you know being competed for. Yeah, being competed for is is the bachelor. It's just it was so funny because the meme was like, I can't tell which is which. <laughs> Which I think is kind of a thing for almost all the shows, because almost all the women are exactly the same. Almost all the men are exactly the same. Sort of. Like, this season in particular, I'm curious how it's going to go, because the way they do a lot of these edits and make it seem like it's going to end in turmoil for him, which 
Well, of course, they got to make it seem like exactly. They got to draw you in so yeah. you watch the entire thing. They're like, dear God, they said maybe not. Yeah. All right, we'll try this one now. This is pink apple. I'm not pink even apple. sure what a pink apple is. I feel like like honey crisp. Maybe I feel like that's just gonna. Ooh, be, it smells it, really good. It's gonna taste like a Lacroix though. It smells like not an apple. I got a really good hint of apple in the beginning. Okay, this is the only one that I might actually keep drinking. It smells really good. It's it's. I actually it like smell, that one. Well, that, yeah. one that one surprises me because I was like reason, pink apple. Apple always stands out, but like I don't know what the fuck the pink is, but the apple you can definitely taste. Um, I I smell more of a pear and a, like a cranberry whenever I uh, cracked that one open. When you when you cracked it. When I cracked it open. Okay. Uh, I actually enjoy Bachelor in Paradise more than I enjoy Bachelor and Bachelorette. So you said voted off earlier, so yeah. Is the Bachelor in Paradise the one where they actually vote people off? Or they do, they do. So Bachelor in Paradise is a little bit different. They're in like a beautiful tropical place in Mexico, and they have the men there and the women there from previous seasons, and they'll throw in like some maybe surprise people that have never been on it before. They do that every now and then. Um, but so you're there, for example, and then like other women are there, but other guys are there too, and you got to compete with those guys to date those girls. So so essentially they said, hey, what if we made Bachelor but with Survivor? Kind of. It's Survivor <laughs> but on a dating scale. And then, you know, like they go on dates and everything like that. Like somebody might show up with a date card and they see like this cute guy. It's a girl. And they're like, oh, hey, hey, Brady, do you want to go on this date with me? And if he's already been kind of linked up with the girl, he might have to be like, do I yes or no this situation? And he might say yes. And then that girl's like pissed, you know, she's like, I had dabs on him, you know, like whatever. I had dabs on him. Oh, dabs, tabs, whatever. I'm not <laughs> sure. Like there's no claim to people, but you know how people feel like a little, like, I thought we were dating. Yeah. I thought we were an item. Like, no, you're not. I mean, you are, but you Ooh. aren't. And Ooh. so that ends up being the drama so, throughout the entire time. So as you open up the next one, it, it that he hilariously bring up the line where they always come up with like, oh, I've. I felt like I've known you forever. And it's like, you've been on the show together for about three days. That part cracks how me are up. You, how are you just like deeply falling in love with someone after three days? But it's like, oh my God. I feel like our souls are intertwined. Um, I and mean, then, until the next season when they're The Bachelor. And then all of a sudden it's, you know, it's like, I feel like I know all these women. What, speaking of knowing those women, um, the other meme I enjoy from this show is the fact that obviously women don't like it when men date multiple women. But when you put it in a show format... It's just an amazing thing. Women are like, oh my God, I love The Bachelor. It's like, but you hate But you're men. not going to be on that show because yeah. you're going to have to do with other women. And you, you might get along with those women, but they're all dating the same guy. That ends up being the drama. Oh yeah, uh, how do you like that one? This is the so, raspberry. Yeah, this is the raspberry rosé. Maybe I don't like rosés. Maybe that's what it is. I don't, the, I'm, I'm not getting any rosé at all. Okay, maybe I don't know what the rosé is at all. Rosé is what, a mixed red wine? No, it's 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 a like a blush type of wine, um, pink like the color of this can, um, little bubbly, little um, not not too sweet. I'll probably have to buy a bottle of rosé so you understand what it is. Maybe that's fine too. Yeah. So the raspberry <laughs> one, the raspberry one, I I could keep drinking that. Yeah, I mean they're all pretty easy drinking flavors, but I'm not getting any hints of rosé whatsoever. 
All right. Disappointed. Let's do our vote. Now we're at now we're at decision point where you have to not accept the rose, but pick <laughs> but pick, pick your favorite. Pick who of these Smirnoff will you accept this rose hard <laughs> seltzer? Who which which of these roses are getting the rose? All right. Is there a dramatic music that comes? Um, actually, yeah. The, whoever the host is will come out at the very end, and they're like, "This is the final rose. Make your decision." So it's like, yeah, we're all aware this is the final rose, you moron. <laughs> so in that case, instead of uh, instead of grading them, yeah, which one of these between <laughs> the white peach rose, strawberry rose, okay, pink apple rose? And raspberry rose. Which one? Which one will get the rose? And you can. I would say taste taste them all again. I'm doing a sniff test. All actually, right, sniff test. That smells exactly the fucking same. But all right. No, they don't. All I right. think I'm gonna go with the pinkest. The pink apple is my favorite. So the surprisingly, pink, I was the pink apple is getting the rose. Yeah, I thought the white peach would be my favorite, but you know, sometimes looks can be deceiving. So I'd have to say. Um, between here, I'll, I'll do a sniff test myself just to see <laughs> what like weird signs you're getting from this. Meanwhile, I'm doing it, this, and I realize my nose is blocked, so I can't really smell them too well. I can smell. Them my nasal bit. passages have opened up since I've gotten over being sick. Yes, yeah, so th- those who weren't aware, the reason we didn't record an episode was partially because we were had the s- flu, had the flu, sick as hell. Yeah, for like two weeks, which was great. The past two years, we. Miss that COVID shit, but of course the the flu comes in and smacks us right in the dick. Yeah, fully vaccinated, also had the flu shot, only to get like the other sad strain of the flu that we probably didn't get vaccinated for. Who knows? They just take a guess every year as to what flu is going to be the main one. So yeah, you never know. All right, uh, so what's your favorite? Um, I think yeah, it's going to be the same. It's going to be the pink apple rose. Woo! We both have a favorite, and it's the same one. And it's getting the rose. Uh, but real quick, like on the elimination process of Paradise, it's every other week. It's the the girls' week, you know, to vote somebody or not vote somebody, eliminate whatever. Yeah, it's just whoever doesn't get a rose. And then the guys' week. So it's like you can tell who's like trying to. They call it rose chasing. Like really butter up to a girl or a guy, depending on who it is, whose week it is, yeah. to just stay in the game until somebody better comes so along. They, so they can make it onto the next season. That or oh. until another person comes down with a date card that oh, they so next, might be cute that they might thing. want to date. So 22 years of this at this point, correct? I don't do math. Okay. I think you said 2002, 20, 2022, or 2002, it's 2022. God, that's that's how many of these oh marriages God, have actually years. lasted or even like so i did do a little bit of research like you asked me to and only like on the bachelor side only like i think maybe like three have stayed married since they had the proposal yeah um some of them have like broken up and gotten back together or they haven't gotten married but they're still engaged but yeah just like a handful this is a handful after like over yeah. 20 years. Yeah. Which the hilarious thing is we're at the point where kids that were born after this show started can start being on the show. Yeah. And it's already been proven that this will not make a marriage. But people go on the show like, yeah, this is, I've, and I've seen it. People are like, yeah, this is my final chance. Or this is like, this is my real chance. Or this definitely works. Like, no, it doesn't. Not, nothing, not always. Nothing about the format of dating 
30 people in 30 days on all at once show. in a reality show. Yeah, it doesn't really Has work. ever worked for marriage. Yeah, it's very, very rare. But I love the the constant comment that I it, you, they always hear repeated is, I've seen the system work and the system does work on here. If you really, people really believe in it. said that. Yes, they're like, I believe in the process. And I'm like, I oh my God. The process is drama that, like, the producers insinuate and make happen, but okay. Which, speaking of producers, I know for a fact that, like, they, they have them amp up how much how excited they are. Yeah. But it's creepy as hell when you have, like, 30 different people talking about, like, I'm so excited to meet him. This is, this, I'm going to make them fall in love with me. It's like, mm-hmm. you don't even know this person. All you've gotten is a picture of them. Yeah. Some of them, like, will know who he is or she is from, like, watching the previous season. So I'm like, I have no idea who they are. And I'm just like, I think they're cute and want to know about them. It's like, okay, you go to the fresh mind. That's cool. Um, but I just kind of watch it just to like hate watch it. It's just for the the drama. Honestly, I think it's hilarious how they just fall right into those stupid traps. That's why I watch it. <laughs> those stupid traps. Those stupid like, traps. That's why like, I like Paradise I find better. Love or, or I could be the next Bachelor <laughs> slash Bachelorette. You never know. When's the, when's the next gay one or bisexual one going to happen? They've never had one. And I don't think they could make it work. But they are, I think they're trying to get one for senior citizens. Like people over, oh, I yeah, think, they did, they did 60 maybe? Or in the 50s, 60s range? Yeah. Really excited for that one. But we'll see. Anyway, um, that's the end of our podcast today. That's a good way to end it. Just at, at the end of our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Well, as always, thank you for listening. Uh, welcome to season two. Um, I think we're starting to get into the groove of things and we'll start changing up maybe the process, but you'll see that in the next couple episodes. Yep. Y'all have a great day. And this is Chris. This is Shelby. Catchphrase. Catchphrase. Bye, we guys. Gotta, we got to come up with a new catchphrase. <laughs> Bye, guys. for listening to this week's episode of Met My Match. If you haven't yet, please subscribe on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We upload a new episode every other week. Also, please follow us on Twitter at Met underscore My underscore Match, where we drop our daily dispute and discuss it on the following show. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>